0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another Michigan Maniacs podcast. This is the big game pregame, the week of hate, the little brother versus big brother. Uh, you can also catch us before I get in everything. Let me uh, settle this down. Uh, you can catch us also at Michigan Man fan page at Facebook. Um, Feel free to check out the pictures I post uh, interviews I post pretty much anything I find that's important to Michigan football or interesting or heartfelt or whatever I will post on there uh, for you all to enjoy. I try to answer every uh, every message sent to me as fast as I possibly can. Uh, it's just been a great experience for a lot of uh, a lot of us. You know, we just hang out and really enjoy one another. It's been a great... I mean, I've really enjoyed getting to know different Wolverine fans. Um, So, with that being said, let's get into it. This is... This is the week of all weeks. Alright? This is the one... To be quite honest with you, this is... Okay, every game... See, I don't want to make this too big. Every game... From here on out is a playoff game for us. Every game. Now, I'm going to go over keys to win, uh, what we need to do, with the star. If this person plays well, I can almost guarantee a victory. Uh, I'm going to go over the last three games that we've played, little brother. Um, you know, the, what's happening in the Big Ten. Uh, this basically, what's happening in the Big Ten should be called and should be labeled trap week because every team that should be favored could lose this game could lose the game this week um it's going to be an interesting week in the Big Ten a lot of questions are going to be answered and I think we may be surprised by some stuff I'm going to go over Ohio State I'm going to go over some some stuff Uh, so first let's get into what's happening with our Wolverines um we are constantly getting hints dropped to us that maybe Tarek black might be back this week uh I know his target date was Penn State but man if we could get Tarek black this week back and even if he's just in for a few plays uh what a great what a great addition to our team he's gonna make I mean just adding another breakaway speed guy that can catch the ball and probably is the best route runner on our team. Well, last year, uh, Duh, Peoples-Jones is really impressing me with his season so far. So, I uh, Peoples-Jones definitely our best and I love the most. Uh, Nico Collins and Tarek Black. Nico's more of a speeder, uh, runs decent routes. Black, Great routes, good hands, good speed. I mean, we are really, really lucky if we get him back this week. Um, But with that being said, like I told you, this is trap week. Huge trap week for us. Because last time we had this much national praise, this much focus, this much like ballyhoo about how great we are. We went out and laid a big fat shit in the middle of Notre Dame Stadium. Uh, Our defense looked like Dookie. Our offense looked like Dookie. Everything was awful because we were reading our own press clippings about how great we are and how we turned a corner and all this kind of stuff. That's the only thing that worries me this week. We – I love us. I really do. I love us, but I don't know if we – should be ranked 6th. I was happy thinking that we were going to be like ninth. That would have been the appropriate move up. Because, you know, let's face it. We'll be top 5 by the time we play Ohio State. Because if we beat Michigan State, we beat Penn State, we go rolling into fucking uh, Columbus. We're going to be 5-4-whatever. But 9 coming into this would have been a much better thing for us. Now, I'd be way, way more worried about if we're reading our own press clippings. But there was something, and I know everybody's probably heard it by now. But there's been something that uh, Chase Winovich said the other day that I really, really uh, loved. And I also believe... Shows that their mind is in a different, in a different area right now, a different state of mind. They're ready. They're attacking. They're focused. They're ready to go. He said, "Let the revenge tour begin." Now the revenge tour, it's perfect. I mean, we need to we need to get back at big. We gotta get back at little brother for fucking blocking <laughs> out and winning last year. Uh, we need to show that we can win a big game. Away from home, against a ranked opponent, and plus one we have a losing record against. Huge game. The the revenge tour, that's shit that old Michigan players used to say, like Charles Woodson, Braylon Edwards. I know Braylon had a bad week one, but let's not forget all that Braylon Edwards has done for this program. He was phenomenal. I mean, one of the best wide receivers Michigan has ever seen. So yes, Granny got a little lit up, a little gooned up, and said some shit he probably regrets. But he would say this is revenge week. This is the revenge tour. This is what we're. This is what Michigan is built for. This is what we do, right? So I'm. I'm convinced that I don't think we're going to go out there and look like we did against Notre Dame. I have a real good feeling about this, other than being scared shitless. The other feeling I get is a very positive feeling that we're going to go out and we're going to act like we did in 96. We're going to go out and we're going to win. It's going to be close because little brother loves the fight, but we're going to win. Chase Winovich, I think his focus, his... His overall love, his love for the game, his passion is rubbing off on this team. You get Rashad Gary back, hopefully. We'll talk about him more in a minute. Um, you know, you get Shea Patterson's love for the offense. Huge. I just, I really think this is the best overall team that Jim Harbaugh has ever, ever, ever had. Now, I know you're going to say 2016. What was that? Yeah, 2016 was nice. But if any of you watch that Amazon uh, video series that they had about the Wolverines last year, you'll see that Wilton Spate was not the quarterback for us. He did not clearly, and same with O'Corn, but I mean, it's so obvious John O'Corn should have never been a quarterback. And I'm, here's the number one thing. I'm ashamed of one thing. I was a huge John O'Korn fan. I was like, give him a chance. Spate sucks. Give him a chance. I was so blind to the to the problems of our offensive line last year. I was absolutely blinded to that. And I just... <clears throat> probably because they couldn't believe that it was happening. Because Spate had such a great year the year before. And, you know, you just couldn't get him to the two-yard line. He liked to fumble a lot at the two-yard line and fuck over our whole shit. But anyways... I digress, but you listen to him at a dinner with his girlfriend talking about how he doesn't understand how the people are, are angry or how they are all worked up over nothing and how <coughs> Coach Harbaugh, forgive me, I'm kind of sick, so I'm fighting through this, so if I cough a lot, please forgive me. Um, Wilton Spate just didn't understand what it meant to be a Michigan quarterback. I mean, yeah, sure he could have been perfect Michigan State quarterback he could have been a perfect Ohio State quarterback cuz there's no tradition there name i dare anybody to name a great Michigan State quarterback or Ohio State quarterback and that's that's before they had le- that's after the leather helmet era okay you can't do it there's no fucking way what uh, to, i can't even think of them stanton Kirk Cousins? Don't even give me Cousins. You give me Cousins, I'll shit right in your face. There's no way you're going to give me Kirk Cousins. Because if you're going (coughs) to. If you give me Kirk Cousins, I'm going to give you Chad Henney. I'm going to give you Elvis Gerbach. I want. I mean, we go down the list. I mean, even for God's sakes, John F. Navarre went to the NFL for a while. John Navarre. He used to be the bane of my existence. Real quick, if you want to know my three least favorite quarterbacks in Michigan history, it goes this way. The most hated is John O'Corn. Number two, Devin Gardner. Awful. Number three, John fucking Navarre. John Navarre actually was kind of successful, but anytime you needed a big play, it seemed like he always threw an interception. I just, I he used to drive me insane, but he was a bazillion times better than Devin Gardner and John O'Corn. John O'Corn oh, god, awful, just god awful. So, with that being said, um, a little, a uh, little happy news, right, coming out of uh, Columbus, is that. Uh, Nick Bosa's decided to leave school altogether. Fuck the education. Because let's face it, you're going to Iowa State, so what education are you really getting there, right? I mean, if you want to know how to paint or color by the numbers, then you can master that over in uh, Columbus and you'll be fine. You know what I mean? Uh, Even at East Lansing, they know how to color by the numbers. Uh, So what education is he really missing? And, you know, to be quite honest, because of his core injury that took him out, they said it was going to be eight weeks, but it was more like 12. And, you know, to be quite honest, I'm not a fan of Nick Bosa. I think Joey Bosa is a a million times better. Uh, Joey Bosa has an engine that doesn't quit. That kid was the hardest-working defensive end I've ever seen play college football, to be quite honest. Ugliest then, biggest nose I've ever seen on an Italian. But Nick Bosa, he's living on the coattails of his brother. I mean, last year he was, what, All-Big Ten, All-American, first team? Oh, uh, defensive line. Well, I'm sorry. If you look at the fuck, I didn't pull up the numbers because, like I said, I've been kind of sick, so I've been kind of lacking on the detail. Um, he paled in comparison to Chase Winovich and Mo Mohurst. Paled in comparison. So all that was last year was hey, thank you for being Joey Bosa's little brother. We're going to give this to you to make you feel good about yourself. And could you just tell Joey Bosa thank you? That's all that shit was. Because he was Ohio State and he was a Bosa, so they gave it to him. He didn't deserve it. He was good. Don't get me wrong. The kid's dominant. (laughs) He's no Chase Winovich. And he certainly wasn't no fucking Moe Hurst.
1: Mo Hearst!
0: Come on, people! We all know Mo Hearst was ten times the defensive lineman that Nick Bose. <coughs> oh, geez, I can't get worked up here. So I'm gonna try not to get worked up or this is gonna be a worthless podcast. Um Mo Hearst was a fantastic, I mean, just one of the top-notch defensive linemen. And compare the numbers, you're gonna see Joey Bosa paled to both of those young men. Um anyways. Keeping with this, uh, trap week situation. I've been trying to listen to some of the other podcasts um, that deal with the Wolverines. And I have never heard a level of panic like I've heard this week about Little Brother. Now, I understand. They play us like it's their Super Bowl. They would love, love to beat us every year, no matter what. To beat us, to ruin our year, especially this season. If they can ruin this season because the pressure put on Harbaugh after we lost to Michigan State this season would be I mean it would be huge. It would be almost insurmountable. Um so there's a lot riding on this game, I get it. But this is our hero's journey, and I don't think they get that. We are the Washington Capitals of this of college football right now we got to go on our hero's journey we have to cleanse the soul and defeat the ghost before we can play alabama or whatever sec team sec team awaits us in the in the national title game all right we have to do this we have to go into michigan state we have to deal with their bullshit and we have to beat them I would love it if we fucking put our foot on their throat and we choke them out by the third quarter and we're up. We put a we put a Wisconsin beat down on them, you know, that'd be awesome. Um, but it's going to be a fight. You just know it is. So yeah, we're ready. These guys revenge tour. These guys are focused. These guys are ready. They have never been this focused before. And now people are like, "Well, we're one and we're one and three against them." Yeah, who gives a shit? Because let's break down those three games real quick, all right? First of all, 2015, we were winning. Granted, we had a slow-ass defense. And they they tossed off that little 75-yard fullback run for almost a touchdown. That made it a lot closer than what the game should have been. Michigan still holds them off, and then we have the worst fluke, busted punt, bounced into their arms running into the end zone they've ever i mean i've never seen anything like that and i'm 42 years old um now no fullbacks running 75 yards on our defense we're too fucking fast devin bush gets that kid and it's a two-yard gain you know i mean if he was there last when we played in 2015 um so okay, and if big if little brother's holding on to that fucking win like it was something, they're more pathetic than I thought. Then we go into which we're going the same thing. We're going into East Lansing, and we're playing. And then we played at three and nineteen. They were pretty awful, but. The game yeah, okay, sure, the, the, the score was close, but they were really nowhere near getting ready to beat us. I mean, we had just knocked out these are either their, either their, their second, their, their second quarterback, their second string quarterback. We knocked out their first string, second string, and we had beat up on their third string quarterback throughout that whole fucking game. They weren't coming back to win that game. We had that game set. And to be quite honest with you, we are a much better team this year than we were in 2016. Uh, we just, we're better. We are better defensively. We're better offensively. Our quarterback's better. Our running game's about the same. Chris Evans uh, had, the, had the, probably his best year in 2016. But we're a better team. We don't have Davion Smith who just decides to run when he wants to or Ty Isaac who bitches and complains and doesn't work as hard until he fucking decides he wants to play. Um, We've got two kids, who, three kids, four kids who actually love running the fucking football. We've got, you know, I mean, True, we've got uh, Chris, we've got Karan, and then we even have uh, Christian Turner. I mean, four kids who love running the ball. And then you get O'Murray oh, Samuels. You can throw that kid in there. He's a monster, by the way. He's going to be something else. But anyways, we've got four kids who, who love being running back. And we have the most talent I've ever seen Michigan have at the quarterback spot listed down. Outside of when Michigan had Brian Greasy and, and uh, Tom Brady. A Dylan McCaffrey is the real deal. Joe Milton looked great. Uh, and just more things to come. And then our main man Shea. Shays Shays are key, you know? So if we had Shay last year, so tell me this. Tell me how, how bad we should be afraid of Michigan State. They come rolling <coughs> <coughs> sorry. They come rolling into Ann Arbor. We give up five interceptions. That's right. Or no, five turnovers. It's either, I can't remember, two fumbles or three interceptions. Whatever John O'Corn decided to do that day because he was feeling fancy. uh, Decided to, you know, we'll switch it up. Uh, Fucked us. Completely fucked us. But if you ask me, Michigan State didn't cross our 50 in the second half. They didn't score a fucking point in the second half. We scored a touchdown Got it called back. We lost the game 14-10. We were even driving in the last minutes of the game to even score to win the game with John O'Corn. Awful. If we had Shea Patterson last year, we'd win that game. It's not even close. we win that game. Uh, fucking uh, no botched punt, we win that game. So, it's not like they're going out there and they're dominating us like they did in 2013 and 2014, which were two of the most embarrassing years I've ever been a Michigan fan, ever in my life. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, they're not doing that. They're lucking the fuck out. And you know what happens? Luck runs out sooner or later. And what follows is a beatdown. That's what follows. They're lucky they must be doing rain dances like a motherfucker over there in East Lansing. Because it's supposed to rain. It's supposed to rain in that whole time we're playing on Saturday. That's the only way they have a chance. Is that God has to literally make it rain before East Lansing has the shot to beat us. We have a better we have a better quarterback, we have a better running backs. we have a better offensive line. I can't believe I just said that, but I'm a, becoming a, each week I'm becoming a bigger and bigger fan of our offensive line and the effort they're putting behind it because Ed Warner's finally starting to pan like start to rub off on these guys and his teachings are finally working. Um, we have a better defensive. I mean, just check out our defense. We're way better. We're more aggressive. Good. Listen, you can't run the ball, Michigan State, and you can barely pass the ball. You got Felton, I think his name is, the kid with the dreadlocks. He's a talented kid. I'll give it to him. Lawarke can toss it up to him if so if you want to do 50 tosses in the hail mary's in the air and hope that half of them come down as pass interference calls then go for it if that's your fucking game plan but i still don't think that's going to help you beat us i just i i don't see why we're scared of this team outside of our own mental make up our own mental thought process, wherever these kids are, if they really do believe this is the revenge tour, then there's nothing to be scared of about Michigan Michigan State football. There's nothing to be scared of it. But if we go in there and we play, like we did against Notre Dame, or we played against like uh, Northwestern, we're going to have a fucking fight on our hands and we could lose. That, But if we walk in there with the mental like just the fucking mental outlook, the mental just, boom, we're going to kick some ass like we did against Wisconsin, like we did against every other team we played at home this year. We're going to put the foot on their throat early and we're not going to let them up. Because we are a better team. We are the more superior team. We have the better athletes. Our pass rush is panicking. Like if you were the working he should have nightmares right now because okay so what okay so we don't have Chase Winovich in there or maybe we don't even have Rashad Gary but guess what we've got Uche we've got fucking uh, Quitty Pay we've got Carlo Kemp we've got uh, Hutchinson I mean we, we could throw we got Dumfor we've got uh, Aubrey Solomon by the way who's back. Who's back? That big motherfucker! Hell yeah! We we could throw so many people at this 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 injured Michigan State line that we could crush crush their quarterback, the worky. What a name! Um, but it's the mindset. Do we go in like killers? Do we go in there saying, "Yeah, they've got to beat us." Because that's the mindset we have to have If we're going to compete with the Alabamas of the world You know That team in the second half against Wisconsin The attitudes there That's what we need to have going into fucking East Lansing That's what Charles Woodson had You think he was going to let You think he was going to let Little brother ruin his Heisman run That national title run You think he was going to let No He would have been damned To let that shit happen to him that's the fucking attitude we got to have. Because we are better than them. And guess what? They're only going to go away. Because we created them, we can take them away. Easily. Because now the recruiting's happening. Now John. Now Jim Harbaugh's walking into homes. And he's like, yeah, if you're a wide receiver or even a quarterback, or if you're any skilled... Fuck it. If you're any player... And Jim Harbaugh walks into that house. He can tell you, yeah, my third year I sent, actually, going into my third year, that draft before my third year, I sent 19 players. 19 players to the pros. 19. 16, I think, were drafted, and three were uh, signed as free agents. But 19 players went into the NFL draft. I bet if you were to add up all the players that Dan Tony's put into the NFL, he barely gets past nineteen. Oh, he's had he's had some great players. He's had some really great players. Bell, Cousins was good back when he played. Um, Connor Cook, douche. Um, he's got some players, but he's he's never got close to nineteen players going into the NFL. Never. Michigan, Jim Harbaugh walks in, says, My brother plays in the NFL. I coached my team to a Super Bowl to the NFL. I can get you there. We can get you there. What's D'Antonio going to say? Well, you know, hey guys, we we play in a shithole stadium in a shithole city in the worst part of Michigan. Uh People in Flint make make fun of us. Yeah, but you know, come on down. We might be able to get you there. I mean, if you like fingering gymnasts, we can totally do that for you. You know, I mean, what is he going to say? He can't say shit. That's how we. That's how we break down Michigan State. That's why they're falling apart. That's why they haven't been great. And they're continue not going to be great. If you notice that their dra- um, recruiting classes have just gotten worse every year Harbaugh's come into, ever since Harbaugh's been there. It's going to be awful for them. They're falling back to being who they once were. It just takes some time. But that's, we don't, you know, we need to restart reasserting ourselves to being Big Brother. You know, that's what we've got to do. Now I have gotta get moving because I'm going a little over. Um, but let's see what's been in store. Ba ba ba. Every game is a playoff game. I was telling you guys that before. Oh, this Rashad Gary thing. I, I've heard some. I've heard some people even mention it because Bosa did it, so they think Gary might do it. That he may pull out and be like, "Well, I'm done with the season. I need to rehab so I can focus on." on going into the NFL draft. And, I mean, he could be a first-round draft pick. Definitely a first-round draft pick. I mean, I don't think Gary's going to do that. I think Gary sees what this team is capable of doing. I think Gary wants to be a part of that. I think Rashawn Gary really wants to be a part of solidifying uh, Jim Harbaugh's um, coaching career. His his whole... Uh, like, tradition, his old legacy is being submitted right now. This is the year that we really put forth the first step to a dynasty, I believe. You know, <laughs> I think Rashad wants to be a part of that. You know, so I don't think he's going to do it. Now, if he does, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I, I, I would, it would hurt. I think we'd be a lesser team for it. But I don't blame him for wanting to put his future first. Um, I hope he doesn't see it that way. I hope he returns and I hope he comes back this week. Um, But it's a possibility, and I think we need to put our minds and wrap our minds around that. You know, Um, I just think that we have so much going for us right now that no matter what, we need to stay focused. We need to be ready, and I think we need to prepare ourselves for a dogfight, but I think I think we're going to... I really do believe if this is our hero's journey, I believe we're going to put our foot on their throat early, and I don't think we're going to let them up. I still think we're going to win. I'm not going to predict any fucking scores, because the nah, last time I did that, we almost lost. I'm not doing it. Um, but I do. I, I really do. I think that... Um, we're on our way to something special here, and I think this is just a road bump, but we have to be, we have to be focused. We have to go in there and I want to kill these dudes and we want to put a beat down like we did to, if if we do what we did against Wisconsin, Michigan State can't beat us. There's only so much they can do because they're not they don't have superpowers. They just have gotten lucky. That one, we didn't have the right quarterback last year. We played our worst third-string quarterback in the history of football. Five turnovers, and they still could not. They still, think about that, five turnovers last year. They couldn't even get past our 50, and they couldn't even score in the second half. If that doesn't tell you that we are on our way to something effing special, I don't know what, what else you guys are looking for. I really don't. I mean, that tells us everything. We've got a quarterback now. And that goes to the uh, my key player of the game, Shea Patterson. I believe this offense goes how he goes. He's a lot like King Arthur, and the offense is Camelot. How the king goes, the kingdom goes, right? That's the old saying. That's what you saw in the movies. That's what happens. If Shea Patterson has a good day we win this game our defense is solid our defense won't let us down I mean if you really think about it Notre Dame scored three points in the second half of that game three but if Shea Patterson plays a great game we win this game easily Shea Patterson has a good game we win this game close Shea Patterson has a bad game people are talking about firing Harbaugh It's just the way it's going to be. I'm just getting ready to let you guys know that. Uh, there seems to be more ignorant Michigan fans out there than ever, but this really is his chance. I mean, I love Harbaugh. I love him. I think he, has, he can stay here forever. But not to beat Michigan State this year, there's really no excuse. They're not the number one defense. In 2015, they were an unbelievably talented team. And it took them a botched punt to beat us. A botched punt to beat us. Keep that in mind. They were solid. They were a very good team in 2015. And it took them a botched punt to beat us. Okay? And we had a decent quarterback in Ruddock. Spate was decent, and we beat them in 2016. We had a shit quarterback in O'Korn, and we lost. Shea Patterson has a game like he did Wisconsin, baby. We're winning this. We're winning this in style. Um, I think that covers everything. But we're gonna go over the Big Ten in general. So, like I said, this is trap week for the Big Ten. Um. Penn State is at, oh, here's another thing I just want to cover. Michigan, they're talking about, oh, Michigan State had such an impressive win against Penn State at home. Well, I've been saying Penn State's been a paper tiger all year. I made one mistake, and that is I went against my true gut feeling about Penn State. And I said, you know what? Just because they played so well against Ohio State, I was like, you know what? They should kill Michigan State. I'm not a huge fan of Penn State. Like, I've been telling you, they lost Barkley, they lost their huge-ass tight end, which I don't know his name, and they lost one of their great wide receivers from last year. Those three players made McSorley who he was, or who he is, right? They're gone. He has one speedster, a decent running back, and that's it this year. That's all he's got. So... What are we worried about? Penn State's a paper tiger. And I'll be honest, Ohio State's not that impressive. They almost lost to fucking Minnesota. Minnesota had sacked Haskins four times last week. Four times. What is our defense going to do to Ohio State when we shut down their their lousy-ass run and all we have to do is now concentrate on Haskins? He can't move. We're going to light those motherfuckers up. If we continue this attitude that they got to beat us, we're the Big Ten winners this year. We're destined to do this. This is our journey. We come in with that fucking attitude, that Wisconsin beat-down mode, we're going to beat Ohio State, too. And my friends know it. My, I have a few Ohio State friends, and I know you can say, how dare you? I get it, but I'd rather be friends with somebody from Ohio State than Michigan State. At least I know Ohio State's at least somewhat earned it. They paid off all the right coaches to do all the worst things they can do to get them at least to where they're at. Michigan State's just awful people. Um, <coughs> um But even they're nervous. That says something. Because they're the, some of the most arrogant football fans I've ever seen. And they're nervous. Penn State's a paper tiger. They... McSorley got stopped rushing. He can't throw to nobody. So Michigan State's true Achilles heel, which is the 120th ranked uh, passing defense, really didn't have to worry last week because he wasn't. Who's he going to throw it to? He had nobody to throw it to. Unlike Northwestern, who has a lot of weapons to throw it to. Unlike Michigan, who has a lot of weapons to throw it to. Unlike Ohio State, that's gonna light up Michigan State, I think, just for the simple fact that their their strength is exactly what Michigan State does awful. You know? So boom, that's what's gonna happen. Penn State's a paper tiger. I think we're gonna be we may revisit a forty nine to ten beat down like we did to Penn State in two thousand sixteen when they came to the big house. They're not impressive. I'm not impressed with their coaching staff. I'm not impressed with their defense. I'm not impressed with their offense. Yeah, You can beat on some fucking awful teams, but when you have to really play, people get up and go. Look what happens. Michigan State, their one strength, rushing defense. What does Penn State do? McSorley runs. What a shocker. I, I don't know why I went against my gut on that. That's my fault. I bought it. I bought into the hype and I shouldn't have because I've been spitting it all off season and most of this season I've been saying Penn State's a paper tiger. I'm a, I'm kind of embarrassed, but anyways, let's get back to trap week in the Big Ten. Uh, I think Michigan's going to beat Michigan State, but should, probably going to be close. But I'm hoping with the hero's journey, we're going to put our throat we're going to put our foot on their throat and it's going to be over soon. Um, you got Penn State going into Indiana. Indiana gave Ohio State some trouble all the way up until about mid third third quarter, then they <clears throat> then they fell apart. So we'll definitely see what Penn State's made of. This could be this definitely could be a uh, loss for for Penn State. <coughs> um, Ohio State Purdue another trap game. Purdue's looking better and better. Ohio State. Is just looking the same. Uh, I definitely think Ohio State's going to win this, but don't be surprised if it's uh, beginning of the fourth quarter and it's Ohio State twenty four, uh, Purdue ten, Purdue or seven, Purdue seventeen. It might be close going into the fourth. I just think at the end uh, Ohio State pulls it out, but it's at Purdue. They play tough at Purdue um Iowa Maryland another one Maryland could beat Iowa it's at Maryland so it's not it's not a shocking deal and for some reason I put Rutgers at Northwestern I don't really know why Rutgers is awful maybe it's because uh, Northwestern's riding a little bit of a winning streak um and they had to come back and play a tough Tough game against Nebraska, so maybe they they're going to let down against Rutgers. I don't know. I, I when I wrote that down, I I think I just wanted to have a couple more games to talk about. But I, I think Northwestern is going to win. Um, I think Maryland's going to win. I think Ohio State will probably pull it off. And to be quite honest, man, oh, I think Penn State. Penn. I'll just say Penn State's going to win because I don't. I have less faith in I in Indiana than I do Penn State. Oh, and then Wisconsin, Illinois. Is that Illinois? You never know what they're going to do. They played. They didn't even play Purdue tough. Never mind. Wisconsin's going to win that easy. I don't even know why I wrote that one down. Like I said, I'm sick. Sometimes my head gets all all fluffy, you know, all kind of congested and weird when I'm sick, so I make some bad decisions. But uh, uh get ready, guys. I think uh, the hero's journey start. It has already started. We took the first step last week. We continue it on through through East Lansing. Um, I really have faith in our team. I really think that we're going to do some impressive stuff. I think this is the year for us. I really do. Um, but we got we got to treat every game from here on out like it's a playoff game. And uh, Michigan State's going to treat us that way. So you know it's good play a bad team in a harsh, harsh visiting environment. So this way when we get to Ohio State, we're ready. So um, I'll leave you with that, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We are 150 strong, man. My listeners, I know we got about 150 people who listen. I would love to double that triple that get it going so guys if you really do enjoy this podcast i do it basically for free i don't get paid to do this i can't wait for sponsors that'll be fucking awesome for your boy to get some sponsors that'll be sweet help out a little bit but um i just love doing it i love talking to you guys on michigan man at facebook uh at the facebook like my father would say um i love i love this so, um, please, feel free, give me your opinions, let me know what you think. If we get too negative, go find another podcast, seriously. We're not here to deal with the negative. I heard some ridiculous shit over the last week about us beating Wisconsin. Well, they didn't run it enough. Wisconsin, <coughs> Wisconsin didn't run it. Well, if they would have ran more with, with John, they would have beat us. Would they like, what more do we have to do? We played the game. They played their plays. We beat them. Like, what? How unhappy can you be? Are you just being unhappy because you want to be unhappy? Because you have gotten so used to Michigan sucking that if you're not unhappy, you don't know how to feel about Michigan? People get it together. Trust me, if you get too negative, I will block you. (coughs) But if you're just concerned or want to express your concern about Michigan football, I get it. I do the same thing. But, man, let's not try and get super negative. None of you have. To be quite honest, all the people I've ever talked to at Michigan Man Facebook fan page have been nothing but smart, intelligent Wolverine fans who bring good points And have real thought, they're real well thought out points. And I appreciate the ones who speak up and actually want to carry on a conversation. The ones who just enjoy the pictures, I love you guys too. You guys have been fantastic. I really appreciate everybody. And always remember, it's great to be a Michigan Wolverine, right? It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine. So uh, until uh, next week, uh, or actually until the uh, reaction episode in like two days. Um, which I hope is good news, which I believe will be good news. Always and forever, guys. Go Blue.